Ahoy and welcome to Aber Camp Wonderland live. ABW live for short, that's what all the hipsters call it. My name is Chris and I'm your host and welcome to a new Premier League season with a, a new style, a new format, new everything. We're like MFI when you go in you have that new carpety smell. Remember MFI, everybody? No? Show my age. Okay. Well, anyway, get on with it. I hear you all shout, so I shall. I'm joined today by my guest, he being Rich. How you doing, Rich? Ahoy, hoy, pirate. How are you, my man? I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm slightly concerned that both of us um, look a little bit too hipster for one channel. I feel like we're going to get hipster complaints. There's, like, there's a lot of beard a, a, a lot of hair going on. There's a lot of beard, but I'm, I'm sure once I start talking, the hipster chat will... Uh evaporate from my side scurry and race yes. away yes indeed a, i've um, been called a lot of things but hipster is not one of them no no i hadn't until until it became a fashionable phrase but i don't think there's anything hip about me i haven't been hip since 1995 so never never mind all that something that was hip uh, was arsenal today so we will get um, straight to it in one moment just in case you're new to the channel if you're new around us if you don't know who we are we're about cup wonderland we go live after every premier league every uh, europa league basically every game we go live half an hour after every game this season um shows are going to be just half an hour this season they're going to be shorter punchier and straight to the point thank god for that i hear you all shout so it means i can't rattle on um quick shout out to a couple of people in the chat 95 winston alan cracker nikki b formerly noser for Maka, Julian Salmon, Jimmy H29, Paul Nell, Rudy Rastos, to name but a few. Afternoon to you all, ladies and gents. Thank you for tuning in. Right, Rich, let's get into it then. Uh, Fulham nil, Arsenal 3, first game of the Premier League season. Uh, we're off to a win. Um, before we go through the nitty gritties of the team and everything, just your initial thoughts on the game today, please. Um, just very, very, very positive. We top the league. You know, surely we're going to win the league now. It's a foregone conclusion. Let's just wrap it up and end it now. We, we, you know, just give us the league. It's it's done. No one can compete with us now. We're um, yeah. It was really, really good. Really, really positive. Um, or let's say all round. I'll say I'm sure you'll, we, we'll we'll come to a bit later. But there was just it was very, 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 very good. Very, very positive. Lots of energy. Like just a real want to to get at uh, at Fulham and and, it, and impose ourselves. And it's just really, really good. Really, I can't be any more positive. I know it's Fulham, and you know they're. Uh, promoted side and stuff, but they're they're always going to be a bit feistier in their first opening game of the season. They they need to get as many points on the board as they can as quickly as possible. So, yeah, it was good to uh, put them to the sword. Yeah, yeah, well said. And we'll, we'll come on to the it's Fulham thing in a minute because um, that's something I definitely want to want to touch upon. Uh, just quickly as well, if you are watching us live on YouTube, um, welcome. But you can also now view us live on Twitch. And uh, a little shout out to um, uh, Nazkia, who has uh, subbed with Twitch Prime. Thank you very much, Nazkia. Much appreciated. Thank you. Um, as Danny will always say, you don't get a lot for it, but it means a lot to us. So thanks very much. Uh, so yeah, if you aren't following on Twitch, do so. Um, team news wise, Rich, it was um, a couple of surprises. Uh, the Arsenal fan base on, on Twitter, <laughs> who'd have thought we're having a little moan about certain things, but uh, we're, we're not going to worry about the moaning because we're, we're going to keep it positive today. But um, essentially kind of a three, I made out made it out to be kind of a three, two, sorry, a five, five, two, 
three one does that work i yeah basically it was three at the back with overlapping wing backs yeah something like that um three at the back with overlapping wing backs bellerin and and uh, um uh, Aileen Maitland Niles on the right and left with the, the three centre backs holding Gabriel on his debut and um, uh, Kieran Tierney tucking in. I forgot who he was for a minute there. Moa Nene starting in place of Ceballos, who obviously only just come back, and, and Granite Xhaka in that midfield. Then the kind of fluid three of Amiang, Lacazette, and uh, William. Um, what, what did you kind of make of it? Because there was there was a little bit of discussion about, you know, Saliba was not on the bench. Sabayas was on the bench starting off. Uh, and also Pepe, probably a noticeable absentee. I didn't really see it as a big thing. I just saw it as an opening day. You know, we're going to play a lot of football this season. We're going to see a lot of rotation. I didn't really have any major surprises, did you? Uh, not really. Well, apart, uh, the, the, apart from the Gabrielle one, I just because not that there's anything like uh, a bad mark on a, on him as a player or anything like that just that he hasn't played football uh, since is it was it since like march or something like i heard i've heard like 6 mm-hmm. months he's not played like yeah, march, uh, yeah. yeah um and you know he's not been with the team that long and you know he, he hasn't i think he maybe would have started or played in one of like the the warm up games or something like that but um that was a little bit as a, of a surprise, but apart from that, not really. Um, like I said, and then I played really, really well. My Egyptian brother played really, really well in the, um, in the charity shield. So, you know, it was, uh, yeah, not really any complaints. There was nothing that stood out to me and I was like, you know, throwing the, uh, the baby out with the bathwater, but, yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't hugely surprised. I think that quite a few people say were strange. Thought the omissions of Pepe was strange. I, I didn't really see it as massively strange because I thought William would, would debut. Um, first game of the season, you know, you you've got to be basing it around training. Thought NNA starting made sense with Sabias having only just come back, like we mentioned, and and the Saliba one. I think I think what people have to remember is again, you know, he's he's just joined the club. He's a young player, and Gabriel slightly more senior. Uh, senior, I should say, and and remember, Saliba missed a huge chunk of last season with injury as well. I think it makes sense to blood him um, steadily. Um, so I, yeah, I didn't didn't really see anything particularly particularly alarming in that. Um, I just want to sort of pick up on our start. I mean, I, th- I thought Fulham sort of charged around a bit and, and looked to get sort of looked to get in our faces. But the thing I really liked about this performance as a whole and the performance generally in, in the game is that we were always in control. I never felt like we were under huge pressure. I felt we moved the ball well and, and the pressing game was was equally good. Just sort of thoughts on on the way that this team is, I wouldn't say gelling, I'd say it has gelled under Arteta. It's that style. We're, we're playing in a style, which is really nice to see. I, I, th- I think the biggest thing for me is the change. It's confidence. Mm. Um you know, it, it's it's fairly pretty much the same team. You know, not that too similar that, that started under, like say Emery and stuff like that. But the difference is, is when players were closing them down, you know, they got no confidence, they got no form, and they're panicking. Everything was so much calmer. Like you, you saw, and again, we'll, we'll touch on later with the with the goal. Um, everything's everything's much more calmer and assured. And I think that's just from confidence from what, from what Arteta has brought into to the, to the team and the lads. And it's just, yeah, so say very, very controlled, you know, everything was, was we dictated to, and we just slotted it around nicely, nicely, but whenever we needed to, whenever we wanted to, 
we could go and, and, and go up an extra gear and, and really, really put Fulham to the sword. Um, but I think, it, I think the biggest thing for me is confidence. That's so the way they're playing, the, um, the ability to beat the press. I mean, like I said, holding Bellerin, uh, and all that. It's the same people that, uh, and Leno, the same people that last year were panicking um, with the ball uh, when they're getting pressed and either hoofing it out or just losing possession of the ball. But it just that added confidence, man. It just it does wonders for the for the team. That's just in my opinion. I don't I don't know if you feel any different, but. No, no, I, I completely agree. Like you know, it, it's it's true with anything in life. You know, if you go. To- to a nine to five job every week and you absolutely detest your job and the people you work with, you're probably not going to put in as good a performance as if you go to your job every day and you go, actually, I'm doing something I really love and the people I work with are great. And, and I feel like I've got the support of my manager. You, you're going to, you're going to enjoy things a lot more. And, and even the bits of the job that you might not enjoy, like, you know, the training, some players are not particularly, uh, you know, don't always want to want to drag themselves in on a freezing cold Monday morning. But you do if you enjoy being around the people that you that you want to be on the pitch with and you want to make an impression with. Um, and we'll touch on on the competitiveness of the squad uh, a little bit later on. I should just say as well that from the starting lineup, um, we're not going to cover the Martinez Leno thing. We'll probably cover that on the podcast. Um, yeah, decision was made. Leno is clearly going to be the number one. Martinez is, is clearly going to be moved on. I have to say, it's not a decision I I personally would have gone with, but as with everything in this podcast and my personal opinion in Altesser, I trust. And um, you know, Leno's done nothing wrong. Neither did Emmy. It's life, mm. it's business. We move on. I'm, I'm um, with you. I yeah, we'll cover that. I completely agree with that. Completely agree with yeah. your assessment yeah. there. Sometimes you've got to be, you got to make a decision, and, and that's just the way it is. So uh, I back our manager. Um, first goal, Julie arrived today. Then, uh, after a little bit of sort of pressure um, was was building, I think it's fair to say the opening goal was a tad fortuitous, a bit of a goalkeeping error, certainly a defensive mix up. But Willian in the right place at the right time to to force a save. The ball bobbled out to Lacazette, who tucked away. You know, he couldn't miss. But uh, I don't know about you, but that's that's the kind of goal that I feel like Arsenal don't score enough of. You know, six yard box, bit scrappy. It's the Francis Jeffers of the goals. And uh, Laka was in the right place at the right time. Um, fun little stat for you. He's the first player to uh, score the first goal of the Premier League season uh, twice, I believe, now in history. So there's a fun fact for you. But um, yeah, right place. Yes, indeed. Um, right place, right time for a striker who you never know. But it sounds like he's part of Arteta's plans and, and is keen to stick around. Yeah, he he's he's one that I I had a question mark on whether um he would get sold to just to, not purely because like he's a terrible footballer or he's bad or I don't rate him um just be to to raise funds um I thought maybe but he clearly seems to be in Arteta's plans and Arteta likes him you know he works incredibly hard and he was in the right place at the right time it's 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 such a it's not an easy knack for a, sni- a striker to obtain that being able to sniff out a goal and being in the right place at the right time. And yeah, yeah I'm, 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 I'm glad for him. Cause I say he's, especially let's say since, um, uh, since the restart and that he's, he's worked his absolute socks off and it's, it's, it's good to see him getting uh, his just reward. So yeah, I say, I'd, I'd like to see us, you know, get in the box a little bit more and score them scrappy goals. They all count just because you score a, a goal from 30 yards out. It, it counts exactly the same as a, a, you know, a two yard scuffer. So get him in there, get yeah. him in there. Yeah. It doesn't, 
doesn't always have to be the prettiest goal, does it, to um, to to get you in front? And and you don't always have to score the world worldies every single week. Um, and I would probably say we did get a, a pretty special goal later on in this game, which we'll come on to. Um, at one 0 up, I, I felt like that was kind of the key goal. I didn't, I said, we didn't feel like we were under pressure at any point, but I felt like we needed to get that that opening goal just to kind of settle things down and, and for a bit of a rhythm. And once we were in front, I mean, it's what eighth minute that we went in front. I felt like it, it immediately put Fulham on the back, on the backs, uh, the back foot, and we just controlled possession for that first half. A uh, couple of, of small openings, but largely that first half was what I would describe as as comfortable. Would you would you see the same way? Yeah, there was. I mean, the only uh, only bit of um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The only bit of uh, cause for panic was was the the slight mix up between Gabriel and Leno, which you know Leno yeah. um, was able to bail him out with. But yeah, it was just extremely comfortable. You know, Fulham from a, a, a mate of mine um, who I work with, he's a Fulham fan, and and from the sounds of it, they're they're a very functional side. Um, he's mm. got them. Scott Parker's got them working on the, under the, um, you know, a, a bit of the the old George Graham in them of in that you know one nil, and kind of try to shut up shop kind of thing, and they they did that with the way they 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 settled into their you know uh, big bank of five and then everyone behind the ball but it was just very very comfortable and like i said we just everything was calm everything was uh, everything was snappy and then as soon as we needed to as soon as we wanted to we had that extra gear i know i keep saying it but it was just it was very very positive and and and, and controlled it's the, it's the for quite a while the the most relaxed i've been watching an arsenal game Normally yeah. I'm effing and yeah. jeffing and and getting all worked up and annoyed, but it was yeah, it was just very controlled, very cool. Yeah, yeah, I think the point about the extra gear is is a really important one to make, and I should stress as well that mix up with Leno and Gabriel came at nil nil, so um, yeah, mm. quite a bit, a good piece of goalkeeping I felt because he could easily have brought him down for a pen. I thought he. He, he chose the right moment to sweep the ball away from from the forward to to win that um, after the mix up. And Jesus, you know, first time they played together, they only met a week ago. It's going to happen, you know. And I'd mm. rather that happen in a comfortable three nil than in the last minute at White Hart Lane, for example. Um, but uh, yeah, into the uh, into the second half, we're coming at one nil up at, at half time. Look fairly comfortable. Um, the ideal thing to do if you're in control of a game at half time is score directly after the the restart, and that's exactly what we did. And ironically, Gabriel probably the area of his game that he needs to or, or needed to work on the most is, is his aerial uh, ability because in Ligue 1 particularly he, you know he did get beaten in the air a fair amount I think it's fair to say it hit his shoulder it wasn't the cleanest of goals but uh, right place right time have to say shocking marking from Fulham but it's quite a way to start scoring on your debut from a corner to go 2-0 up yeah, it's it, like I said, that that um, first minute wobble didn't affect his game at all. He was absolutely immense after that. And like I said, if you can't, if you're no good at heading the ball, do it with your shoulder. It's all good. It's all legal <laughs> now. But um, I was really impressed with it with the, with his strength. So um, in with when the corner came in, um, I think it was the Fulham defender. Is it um, Hector Michael Hector? Yeah, yeah. He had like two bites at him to push him. He pushed him in the back twice. It's solid as an absolute rock, solid as a rock. It was, um, yeah. Let's say if, if that's just the that if that's his debut and that's his, um, you know, uh, uh, what we've got with his first snippet after meeting come. the people after twenty minutes, mate. Bring it on! I'm very, <laughs> very happy with that. Very, very happy with that. 
What yeah. was it? And, which bit? I'm, I'm uh, getting it all muddled up. Well which bit was the um, which bit was the lead up with the uh, with the Rob Holding juggling? Was that the was was that how we got the corner from that goal? Yeah, that's how he forced the corner, wasn't it? Yeah, when he kind of went bombing up like Prime Pele and and just dancing through yeah. the middle with with flick ups and knee ups and kick ups and yeah, I have to say, of all the players, I would not have put that down to for an assist to win a corner. It probably would have been Rob Holding, but um, yeah, yeah, I mean, and that sort of just displays the confidence, doesn't it? You know, I don't think I can't have imagined us doing that in the Emery era. Can you? I, I think it would have been a square pass along our goal line out for a corner, probably in that position. Um, I, I, I wouldn't have thought that holding would have been that far up the pitch. No, like, it no. was a uh, prime, prime Ronaldinho. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Holding, hold up, holding. No, that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I tried it earlier. It doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work, does it? We'll have to work on that one. Um, so two 0 up and and very comfortable at that stage. Game was in our in our hands, and then uh, it wouldn't be an Arsenal win without a, a Pierre Aubameyang goal. Fifty seven minutes assist from William again takes it on himself, cuts inside. It's the quintessential Aubameyang slash Henri from the left. Um, a lot of people sort of say it's poor defending. I mean, yeah, it, it isn't great defending, but. When you're a player with that much ability and that much talent, sometimes you just can't stop him. If you go to him and you close him down, you get beaten. Same same result. If you sit back and you stand off, same result. But nevertheless, to li- uh, like a delicious finish. And and this is a man who just looks so happy right now. Like it looks like mm. a really happy footballer, and and scoring a terrific goal to make it three 0 Yeah, I, I felt that the Fulham defender was it a doy? I don't I can't remember if it was doy. Mm. He, he got his body shape all wrong. Um, yeah. I know there was like Tierney came bombing down the left, which is, you know, preoccupied his mind. And that was, you know, similar to, I think when we scored, he scored against, was against Liverpool. Same thing. They bombed mm-hmm. down that, that side and, and the defender gets preoccupied with the overlapping run, cuts inside and scored. But he just, he had to have changed his body shape. He should have been facing the other way so that he was, he would force Aubameyang to make that pass to, to, to Tierney. But um, the, just the lead up to it as well, just the, the brilliant one touch football and the not panicking. Yes. Fulham were trying to press and, 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 and get us, but it was just, it was just lovely passing. The wonderful world of Wi-Fi, I guess. Sorry, carry on. Yeah. So I just, the goal was that good that even the internet froze in awe. <laughs> Uh, it was just, it was like I say, it was just, it was a lovely team building goal. And it was, like I said, some, something that we, we, we couldn't do a year ago um, yeah. because the confidence weren't there and we just panicked. But yeah, it was just it was absolutely lovely. What a finish. Yeah, it was. And and the, the, the great thing about, I felt as well is is that I didn't think Aubameyang had like one of his, his best days, if, if you will. Like, you know, I didn't think he had a, a huge contribution. But when you can pop up and just do that, you don't need to. You know, you, you don't need to make a big contribution. And, and mm. that was delightful, I felt. A um, couple of substitutions were made after that. We saw Ceballos coming on um, and we saw Pepe coming on. I thought both attitudes spot on. Both performed very well in their cameos. Eddie and Ketty came on for Lacazette as well and, and looked busy. Um, individual performances, uh, just, just a couple to highlight. Um, and, and your thoughts on, on El Nene. And uh, it, well, and then and in that midfield area, and Gabriel's debut, we kind of covered Gabriel, but yeah, as you say, I felt he grew into the game after a, a nervous start. But 
you know, he looked strong on the ball and comfortable. And El Nene looked, to me, just... I, I think the thing with Mo is that if we end up getting in a, a Thomas Partey type of midfielder, he probably will go on loan. But the thing I like about El Nene is, and they highlighted it on commentary, he seems to have come back a slightly more rounded player. His time in Turkey has, has done in the world of good. And he doesn't do anything flash. He doesn't do anything sort of overly dramatic he just moves the ball comfortably makes tackles when he needs to make tackles when he needs to make tackles and he's got that one thing that Xhaka doesn't have which is a bit of an engine he can move around the pitch mm. and cover cover areas but yeah I, I thought he was uh, I thought he, he performed very well today and and I wouldn't be against having him stick around would you would you agree with that well I mean I'm, I'm obviously going to be biased uh you know because <laughs> I'm half Egyptian and you know he's my Egyptian brother so um but he's he's like a great metronome isn't he he just like he like see he's not the most progressive of midfielders but he just he keeps things ticking he likes to get the ball and like where one of the things i think he has an advantage over um say like someone like Guendouzi, el nene doesn't always he doesn't get caught on the ball very often it's very rarely mm. gives the ball away. It might not be the most progressive pass, but it will give it to someone who can then make the progressive pass. And like you say, he's he's yeah. he's a lot more mobile than say Xhaka uh, and and stuff like that over over especially over long distances. Because like one one mm. of the problems I felt that when you had like um, Torreira in that position, he's Torreira's not big enough and not fast enough in the, mm. the, the gaps are too big. Whereas I think, yep. and then he can make up those gaps a little bit better, to, uh, better than him. But yeah, I'm uh, the, the the real Egyptian star of the Premier League. Let, let long may it continue. Yeah, it's more imposing as well, isn't it? If you've got players like like Xhaka, Sabios, and 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 then they they're bigger units, they're bigger physically, and there's just that mm. mental element of the opposition thinking we can't get in behind them here. Um, talk to me about William as well, because I, I, I'm quietly. He, it's weird, isn't it? When when that signing was announced, it was almost underwhelming. I think a lot of us were sort of a bit torn by the fact that he was ex-Chelsea. Um, personally, I still love him for the fact that he was a massive shithouse when uh, when he pointed to his champions badge against Spurs that time. And I love that. But um, I actually think he's going to be a really important signing for us this year. Technically got two assists, but you know I'd like to say he got three today. But he's, um, again, he's a powerful player. I thought he played three different positions all at the same time today. You know, he popped up on the right, on the left, in the number 10. He moves the ball well. He had that free kick that hit the post. I I, th- I, I genuinely think, although, what is he, 31 now? 31, 32? No, no, he's 30. His contract ends when he's 32, doesn't it? Um, okay. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Plus, I'm sure yeah, he'll be 31 until he's 32 or something. I don't know, yeah. Oh, that's how it works, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll, yeah I'll, something I'll, like I'll, that. I'll, I'll double check it while I'm while I'm looking now. But um, but yeah, overall, I just thought he was really really impressive today. Uh, he is 32. I was right the first time. Oh, I'm so silly. But yeah, I thought he came in. And I thought he offered us something different in that in that attacking area. And again, I'll touch on this point in, in a bit more in a second. But gives Pepe competition, gives Saka competition. Just looks just looks a class act, albeit on the opening day. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I mean I think he was under a slightly underwhelmed, whelming sign because I think of how we've been burnt by Chelsea before. I think yeah. <laughs> normally normally yeah, they're cast offs. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know we we don't get a good uh, end of their deals, but um, like a very very good performance. I say he's he's, I, 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 he's again he doesn't give the ball away. He's 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 a lot more direct. 
and, and measured with what he does. Um, and like you said, he's he's a sensible, smart player. Like I said, he, he, he could he could fill in, in in like three or three different positions, um, which he did at times today. So yeah, I, I can I can. There's a bit of me because even I was slightly underwhelmed, and um, when he when he signed, I was like, ah, oh. you know, like I said, he the, the age thing, big contract, blah, blah blah blah. But if he puts in performances like that, if we, I'll I'm so glad if he proves me wrong every single weekend, um, if he yeah. if he does what he does today. But um, yeah, like I say, he's he's a different player to 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 slight different player to Pepe. Um, I think he's he's more of a would you say he's maybe a more of a direct um yeah. uh, dribbler than than maybe Pepe is sometimes. Um, yeah, Pepe likes to beat a man, whereas whereas William likes to attack the space a bit more. I find. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah, different type of players that offer different things in the same positions, if that makes sense. So you've, yeah. you've got a bit of rotation there. And, and like we said earlier, we're going to have to rotate the squad a lot this season. So I like the fact that you can you can alternate those two and they offer similar things, but in the same areas. Um, and at the same time, offer very different things in opposite areas. So it's, it's a good it's a good kind of balancing act of the two. And Saka will learn a lot from from both players as well, I think, you know, particularly William's experience. And sometimes you just need a... From William's perspective, sometimes you just go stale at a club and you just need a bit of a fresh start. And I feel like that's what we're potentially going to get in, in William. So I'm, I'm hopeful. Um, just two other quick things before we sort of try and cram in a couple of listener questions as best we can. Um, the, uh, the, the the sort of pressing game. I don't want to go all, all sort of Klopp and Liverpool here. But for me, there is a noticeable change since Arteta is bedded in, so I don't mean since he's coming, but since he's got started to build the team and play the way he wants to play, I feel like we press, but in a sensible way. We don't just press for pressing sake. We don't just charge up the pitch for no reason. We seem to press in certain areas and in control triangles, three three at a time going in. I mm. thought El Nene and Xhaka did it very well today. The back three stayed very close together. And the pressing came from the wide areas back as well. Did you notice that in, in today's game and in how they perform that that pressing style? Yeah, it's, I mean it, it's long been something that I've been critical of. Us, I think I think for for years we've been the worst team in all of football without the ball. Um, mm. But yeah, no, like I say, it, it's it's not headless chicken pressing. Um, it's you know it's it's twos and threes. It's like I say, it's it's doing that press and blocking off the pass as well. Um, so yeah. again, like I say, you, did, there's, you can't have any complaints about today. Like I said, I know people are pointing out this, it's only Fulham and stuff like that, but it was, you can only beat what's in front of you. And uh, I, I think I saw a stat where like last year, we only took like, I think it was like seven points off like the bottom half of the table or something like that away from home exactly yeah already what well, we're almost up to you know we've got three points already straight bang straight away so like i said can't complain really really happy with everything that's, that, that 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 went on today yeah this is this is where chemistry of two guests on a pod works brilliantly because that was my other point and you've just made it perfectly so i don't even need to ask you um because it's all very well saying you know it's only fulham but by the way it's only fulham would have been brighton at home last year crystal palace at home mm last year these are the games that we need to be winning and yes of course we still need to be beating the top clubs and spurs but um we we still we you know we need to be taking points off these off these sort of um sides that are not settled and sides that without it's not being arrogant to say arsenal should be beating fulham nine times out of ten they just should and that's just the way it is um 
And that's what we did today. So a 3-0 win, um, as you said, I can't, you know, I don't want to pick out negatives. There's no point picking out negatives. I don't think there really was any. We're going to play a lot tougher uh, games than Fulham, of course. But as you said, you know, we, we look sharp, we look fresh, we look fit. Um, and, and the one thing I would wrap up with before we take the questions is it's just lovely to see Arsenal Arsenal, Arsenal players smiling and enjoying their football, you know, mm. um, and no matter what is said on Twitter or wherever, and people, oh, why is he not there? I just love the fact that even players who are substituted on or off, smiling, are happy and enjoying themselves and the contributions of the subs coming on, you know, they all look like they wanted to make an, make a point when they came on things you love to see so i was really really mm. pleased with that um before we wrap up today as i said dear listener uh we are doing shorter shows this year um because we want to try and keep some subjects for the podcast so that, that doesn't suffer but uh this is your opportunity boys and girls to um, fire us some questions um and we're going to be answering your questions in quick fire mode this year um i will be ignoring questions that are not about the game though so you've been told, chat, you've been told, behave yourselves. But if you've got any specific questions that we can answer quickly about the game today, uh, now is your time to fire away. Um, and just while we wait for those to come in, uh, our next game, I've already forgotten who our next game is. How bad is that? Is it West Ham? Uh, I think you're right. It's home, isn't it? Home to West Ham? Yes, it is. Home to West Ham on the 19th, which is, I'm assuming, next Saturday checks calendar yeah next saturday yeah at 3 p.m which you'll, uh, 8 p.m sorry which you'll be able to watch on tv it's a, it's a saturday evening game god whatever next weird um right had our first question arsenal los angeles greetings to la stay safe over there um do you see william starting uh, a lot of matches um at the pub we were discussing it and there were mixed responses uh yes i do I don't know if that was a question for me, but yeah, I, 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 yeah. I do. I think he, um, uh, I don't know, because Pepe was a little bit in and out with, um, with Arteta at some times. I don't know if he's wholly convinced by him, but um, I, I think he's got the the, the Premiership pre- pedigree on there. Like I said, he can, he can do two or three different jobs and, and play in two or three different ways. I think he's going to be a, a very, very important and vital asset for us uh, this season. So, yeah, I, I would, I do uh, believe that he will be starting more games than he, uh, than he's on the bench. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree. Um, Eric Newcomer. That's a great name. <laughs> Can't remember the last time I felt this relaxed at going to nil up. That's a, uh, just a great point. So I wanted to highlight that because I felt exactly the same. I sort of mm. eased myself into a chair and went, oh, 2-0. That'll do. Never felt in doubt at all. Um, blah, blah, blah. There was another one here. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, yeah. Daniel Gordon and Daryl Kane both make the same point. What happened with Danny Ceballos and Eddie? I missed it. It was a minor scuffle. They were doing a bit of rondo before the game. Uh, I think Danny left a bit on on uh, Eddie and there was a bit of a sort of a shove uh storming a teacup they'll laugh it off in the pub tonight i don't think it's a big deal uh, people on social media will try and make more of it than it is that it happens at all levels of football it happens at sunday league level it happens at the very top level sometimes a player just leaves a bit on and it's just one of them things you know who cares we won the game i think even in, um, even in commentary they um they they played it off as it wasn't even it was all right it was fine it's, these things happen yeah yeah, even 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 Rio Ferdinand didn't moan about it, which I thought was was a nice a nice change. Um, uh, shout out to Rio uh, having to give us credit begrudgingly today, bless him. Um, there was also a question here, Matthew Dilov, and um, thoughts about Hector today. 
quickly. I'll take that one quickly. I thought he was steady. I thought he was composed. Um, the hair needs a bit of work. I'm not sure about that. He either needs to go back long or shave it all off again. I'm not sure about this mid-range stuff. But no, in all seriousness, I thought he was just steady today. I thought he did well. Um, I thought he, he sort of led led quite well in terms of his uh, playing alongside Gabriel. I thought he was he was in constant communication with him from what I could tell. And, and yeah, I, I think if we can sell other options... Uh, I'd be keeping him. Would you be keeping him around? Um, yeah, I would. Um, if, if it was a, um, I mean, I like Cedric, but if there was a magic um, uh, transfer that you could make, would we to sell <laughs> to sell yeah. off Cedric yeah. but, uh, and keep Bellerin? Because I like Bellerin. I think he's, yes, he's had his problems and his his fitness and stuff like that, but he's a he's a good dude. And I think for the money that's being banded about, I probably wouldn't sell him. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Um, Art, uh, Brian, DG717 will answer your question on the podcast. So there's a little plug for that one. Um, we'll take two more quick ones. Uh, Russ Morgan wants to ask, where does Saka fit into this team? Um, again, I'll take that one quickly. I think it will just be he's a young player. People have to remember he is still a young player. He will get his chances this season. I've got absolutely no doubt about it. He'll play plenty of games but he'll need to be patient. He's a, he is a young player and there's more experienced um, uh, more experienced players in his position at the moment that that should be prioritised over him. Um, but yeah, I'm sure he'll have plenty of minutes this season, no doubt about it. And final question I will give to you, Rich, is from Archie. Uh, do you think Arteta only played Ainsley Maitland-Niles today to raise his price and sell? I can't see him taking that spot permanently. I tend to slightly disagree with that one um, because yeah, Kieran so seems to be having a lovely time at centre-back um, and with Mustafi and Mari still away from being fit and Louise out for a while. Um, yeah, I, I, th- I think I think Ainsley has played his way back into into the system. And just, just on that as well, the manager was asked after the game about Rob Holding and he, he essentially said, why would I sell him? He's playing. He's happy here. Why on earth would I sell him to play somewhere else? So, I, yeah, I feel, I feel like both Holding and Ainsley Maitland-Niles have probably played themselves into staying when a week ago they were probably going to move on. So, yeah, what do you reckon? Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think um, uh, I, I think Arteta really likes him. Um, I think I think he, he likes how he's responded to um, the criticism of him um when he first came in and you've only got to see that, you know, in the, in the bigger games, in the, in the, um, you know, I said that the, the, semi-final the final the, even the community shield and that he he's stuck with him and he's he's played him and he's trusted him so yeah i i don't think he's he's playing him to get an extra five million off off of um wolves but i mean you know he's not going to go there anyway he's not portuguese <laughs> yeah good point and, and, it's fine. and at the end of the day he's now he's now an england international he's in our first team a three nil win away at fulham is not going to increase that that money you know if we win 12 nil at man city maybe but a three nil win at fulham i don't think it's going to change what his valuation was last week as compared to what it is today so yeah i think uh i think he's got a big part to play this season um and i think the fact he can play both sides at the full back or in midfield is gonna gonna stand him in good stead so um yeah i think i think he'll be fine um yeah sounds like we're in the market to sell on other assets before we sell him on so um yeah long may it continue um, right. OK, I think we will leave it there then for today. Uh, I've already taken liberties and given this extra five minutes. How dare I? Um, but yes, uh, where can people find you if they want to find you on on the social medias, Rich? Uh, I'm on Twitter at, at Cactus Cash. 
And that's about all I do, unfortunately. I don't do Twitch Danny. or Instagram or anything like that. <laughs> Outrageous. Danny will train you, young Padawan. You'll be fine. Um, oh, much yes, to learn, much to go. learn. Much to learn. We all have to start somewhere. Uh, you can find me at AFC Freddy 8. Um, most of you know where to find me. And if you don't, how dare you? No, seriously, you can find me on there. I am also on Twitch. I don't stream, but I watch other people's streams, but I'm also on Twitch. Uh, and, of course, you can follow the podcast at the AFC Podcast. Uh, we'll be back with a pod uh, on, I believe, probably Tuesday or Wednesday next week, I would imagine. Um, I'm sure Danny will fill us in on that one. But keep uh, keep tuned to our socials. We'll, of course, let you know when we're going to be live. No idea who's on. Um, but, yeah, we'll announce that in good time. But, uh, yeah, my thanks to you, Rich, for joining me today. Much appreciated. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for hosting. No, and uh, pleasure. And thank you to Danny for pressing the buttons. Uh, that has been ABW Live, Fulham nil, Arsenal 3. Enjoy it. Have a beer. Socially distance. In safety tonight, okay? Or maybe Prosecco. I'm not going to judge. Uh, until next time and until the pod next week, thank you very much for joining us, and we'll speak to you very soon. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog.